As We Heal Out Loud is a safe space dedicated to exploring and understanding trauma in order to heal. You are listening to As We Heal Out Loud with Asia and Peyton. We are just two black girls trying to heal and love ourselves. On our second episode, we will be exploring boundaries and what setting boundaries means for our relationship. Okay, um, so due to technical difficulty, today we are here with Taylor. Hi. Um, so in typical fashion, let's start off with a quote or affirmation that uh, surrounds this idea of boundaries. Um, so my quote, excuse whatever I may or may not sound like because I do have a cold. This is the best I've sounded all week, so... Yeah, but um, my quote is, uh, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Because some people like to joke and say, oh, I'm crazy, or oh, I'm, I'm an a-hole, or oh, I'm this, I'm that. And you think that they're like kidding, but sometimes, and sometimes people say that just to say that, but sometimes it's actually true. You're like, wow, I thought you were kidding. But you really are like this. And, Why and did I believe you? What I think, like, people use it as a, an excuse to be, you know, a jackass. Oh, I told you I was, you know, I was a mean person. Who who wants to be that in real life? Um, so, yeah, I, I feel that people use it as an excuse to get away with um, the things they do. Like, oh, you should accept me for this because I told you. This is what I was. No, I'm not going to accept that because nobody wants to be around that all the time. Word. So my um, quote is, I set boundaries to respect myself, not to offend you. Um, And with that being said, uh, boundaries are about protecting me and making sure I get you know, the respect that I deserve out of the relationships that I'm in. Have they been be romantic relationships or friendships? If I tell you that something bothers me and you brush it off, you don't respect me enough um, to understand that or to want to understand that. So you gotta go. Yeah. And the thing is, is that people assume that boundaries, people, when they think of boundaries, they think sometimes of like romantic relationships. And it's like boundaries exist everywhere. They exist in your romantic relationships, in your friendships, in your family relationships, in your workplace relationships. They exist with strangers and they exist with people who have known you since the day you came out of your mouth. They exist everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so... Let's just jump right in into these these juicy questions that we've come up with um, to kind of explore this topic of boundaries. So Taylor, Taylor, on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at setting boundaries? Like truthfully, not what you tell people, but what you know is the truth. I don't know. I want to say a five because I feel like five is your medium. So... But I feel like I'm a little bit better than that, so I want to say like maybe 6.5. Because I have no problem telling people, 
oh, I don't like that. Oh, no. Back up. So, and I feel like it also depends on who I'm talking to. So, with a stranger, it's going to be a 10. Like, I don't know you, you know. But with as the relationship gets more personal, I feel that the number gets lower. Because you, you then develop a concern for other people. As well as yourself. It's like, oh, I don't want to, I want to say these things, but I don't know how I'm going to come off, and I don't want them to feel some type of way. But at the same time, I'm more important in this situation. Agreed. So, I'm going to say a 6.34, because I'm not at a 7, well, let's be honest. Um, 6.99999. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Um, the little line over it. I would say more recently, mm, I am at like an eight point seven five as far as it goes with um, setting boundaries. Uh, and what I've noticed is that. Sometimes they're unspoken. Like, I don't have to necessarily say, this is a boundary I have. But the way I, you know, portray myself in, in the, the conversations that I have with the, pe- the new people that I'm meeting, um, I can tell that they understand where I'm at in my life and what I will accept and um, not accept in the relationships that I'm building um, with people. And, and like you said, there are some older relationships that I have where my boundaries are at like a three. Like, I'm like, oh, it's okay. But then with those same people, that boundary level can go up to a seven very quickly. Like, no, we're not going to do that ever again. And if that person respects me enough, they'll be like, okay, I see what I did made you uncomfortable. I won't do it again. And those are the friends you keep forever. Exactly. Because boundaries can be adjusted. They adjust all the time. They adjust to people. They adjust to situations. So, again, that day one person, it may be at a complete zero, but they may do something and it's at a 10. And you're like, oh, no. No, no, no. I am not okay. And they should, again for the sake of being realistic, should be able to respect that. Because, you know... Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, boundaries are important, but at the same time, there are people who are dramatic. But, again, for the sake of being realistic, you know, they should be respected. Um, And like you were saying, like, as relationships grow and as they change, how you feel about situations change. The older you get... There are some things you won't tolerate anymore. Um, and the person who has been doing these things, when you tell them that you will no longer tolerate that, that's something they need to understand. Of course, there's a way to, to have that conversation. It shouldn't be just like, yeah, you did, you messed up, I fix it, right? But there's a way, there's a way this, that conversation um, should go. And that's, that's definitely up to the two people who are in that um, relationship. To establish how that conversation um, should be had. 
most definitely. And it, you should, sometimes when those conversations happen, you have to give the person time to also adjust, especially if it's a long-standing issue. Some people aren't going to flip a switch. You may have to remind them, hey, remember that thing you did? They may go, oh, snap, I'm so sorry. Okay, hold on. Because I've definitely had, I remember I was seeing a guy, and he, I forgot what he called me. He had a nickname. And some people are, like, you know, they, they're very general and, and uh, affectionate. I think he called me, like, sweetie or something. Hun. That's what it was. Hun. Couldn't stand it. I don't know why. Didn't like it. So I let it rock. I let it, I, you know, I, I let him do it for a while. And I was just like, oh, I don't think I can do this. So I let him know. I was like, yeah, that hun thing that you do, what's not with me? I don't know why, but I don't like it. I don't like hun either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's such a weird. Nobody says that. Unless like, I don't like you're an hun. old black lady. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's an accepting situation. But he was, like, a 23-year-old black dude, and it's just, it came off kind of creepy. Could, I, I it, don't know. It could be that, you know, some people use it in, in a condescending way, and it's kind of like a... That's that's true. <laughs> it, it depends on the context. Context yeah. and, and, you know... No, absolutely. He wasn't. It was very affectionate, and it was coming from a very good place, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal. And he was just like, oh, I'm sorry. And he did it. If I brought it up, I was like, you did it. He's like, oh, okay, um, so, sweetie, or something, and he would switch to something else, and I was like, okay. Because there was effort. So, right, effort. So it's things, key. that's a small thing. Yeah. But I'm saying that's an example of you set boundaries, and it may not be this, you know, immediate change. Right. Sometimes it's an adjustment, especially for people who may, it may be just a character, you know, trait of theirs. Because I don't think that's just a me thing. I think that's just a general statement thing that he does. Yeah. And, you know, so he had to change that. Right. So, um, to move forward with that, um, what do you do or how do you deal with people who do not respect your boundaries? Who think that, yeah, that's, that's whatever. You know, this is something new. I don't. I don't agree with this boundary and they decide that they don't want to abide by that. I think it depends. I think it depends on the severity of okay. it because I feel like depending if it's something light, like, um, again, we're going to go back to this hunt thing because there were points where he would correct himself and then there were points where he wouldn't. But because I said something, I let it go, and it didn't bother me. So, after a while, it literally did not, I didn't, I let it go, and it didn't bother me at all. So, that's something really small. For somebody else, that could be huge. But for me, I was like, you know what? I saw the effort. This is clearly something that I guess is something he just does. And it doesn't bother me, because I address it. And, it, and it, he made an effort. So, eh. I can let this go. Right. And it didn't bother me. And I just let it go. So, that's um, something small. Now, if it's something maybe a little bit bigger, like a, like a touch, or, you know, um, 
a relationship that that might be a little bit more difficult to just say, oh, just let it go or, you know, what have you. Because you have to internalize and think, okay, I said this and I feel like you should bring it up again. But I feel like if you're bringing it up to the point where you sound like a record, like it's, it's over and over and it's not changing or there isn't effort. Because effort is very important. If there's at least an effort, I feel like you can... You can kind of work with an effort. Yeah. You can't work with anything. Right. If they're not doing anything, then it's different. Right. So if you're just like over and over and over and nothing is happening, then you may have to kind of give that final warning. Like, listen, I said XYZ and XYZ is not happening. And if that doesn't happen, I just may have to we may not, I don't know if I can continue with this relationship, right? because I don't feel, you know, however you want to feel, so, you know, I don't feel respected, I don't feel acknowledged, I don't feel valued, mm-hmm. whatever that feeling is for you. So, I, I just ended a relationship with someone who I knew for like five years, and what someone told me was that um, a person will do as much as they can as long as you allow them to do it. Most definitely. And so I felt that I was being so accommodating to this person over and over again um, because, you know, I felt for the situation that they were in, right? I felt for, you know, their... uh, lack of emotional stability and I kind of let that you know all the faults and all the things that this person was doing I kind of let them slip by because I didn't want to be triggering right so in that situation I kind of just let that person disregard you know the boundaries that I would have for anybody else because of it and that ultimately I feel kind of ruins the relationship and I knew that um, it wouldn't go anywhere after that I knew that if we couldn't grow from there because they were so comfortable in being able to do whatever they wanted um, so in that situation because it was just so many things I had to let that go now if it was like one thing here one thing there then that is a conversation you can have um, and we did have a conversation, but at that point, I was already over. I was already done. I was like, yeah. I'm not I'm not doing this anymore because uh, I'm trying to protect your mental stability while, you know, not paying attention to my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, it depends on who the person is. It depends on the severity of the line that was crossed. Um, mm-hmm. And if it gets to the point where I'm disregarding my own feelings, and I'm disregarding my mental stability, that is a relationship that I need to let go. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it gets to a point where, you know, you're disregarding and you don't feel things that, you you know, your value, your worth, your your, um, respect, what have you, whatever is important to you, if that's not being 
uh, you know, respected with your, your boundary lines, then, you know, this relationship, you have to keep in mind how important this relationship is to you, that these things are worth sacrificing. And honestly, most, if not all relationships, are not worth that. So. Absolutely. Right. There is almost, there is not one relationship that I can realistically think of in this moment that is worth really just kind of giving those things up for. I mean, I'm sure that there probably are somewhere in the world, but right. I doubt it. Maybe more complex ones. Yeah. That I don't experience or will not experience or have not experienced. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, there there are no relationships that you should give up your, you know, your happiness for, honestly. I don't care how much you love a person. If you can't be happy in a relationship, that relationship is not for you. And you really have to think about, like, is this worth it? And I'm telling you, it's not. It never is. It never, never is. It's not worth it. It's you, not worth it. And in that moment, and sometimes we've all been there, but we think we have it, or we don't, especially when you're in it, you think... don't want to acknowledge that. You don't want to acknowledge the fact that you're letting this relationship come before yourself. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to be selfish and anything this person wants, I'm not going to do. Yeah. But if it comes to the point where... You're crying every night. You can't eat. You can't sleep. You you can't focus at work. You can't live your life the way any ordinary person can live their life. Then that that is toxic. That is a very toxic relationship. And it is not worth it. It is never worth it. Exactly. Because there are, there again, there are small things that you can can, you know, maybe one or two things where it's like, you know what, a boundary was crossed, but it's okay. And then there are bigger things. Now, how big or small they are depends on the person. Because something for me, that pun situation could have easily, for me, that was whatever. But for somebody else, that could definitely be a red flag, no fly, I don't want it zone. So you have to realize everyone's boundaries are different. Absolutely. Especially if you you are the person who's crossing someone else's, yeah. which is the other the flip side of the boundary line. You talk about your own boundaries and where you set them, but you also have to think about the boundaries that other people have and where you may not think that something is that serious, but for them it is. Right. Never compare someone else's um, boundaries and it to anybody else's, right? Because, like Taylor said, no one is the same. So what may trigger me may not trigger someone else. But if you keep saying, well, this person lets me and this person, then I'm not the person for you then. Exactly. So you should go do that with that person because that's not going to fly here. And if you can't respect that, then maybe that is just a sad case for you I, I don't know what to tell you right if you cannot respect that all I'm going to say to you is 
let go and let God, because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to let go and let Stay God. Stay black and unbothered because this is too much. No, absolutely. Um, gotta stay black and unbothered. So, this might be a bit of a touchy question, but, um, you know, because everybody has a, you know, their little childhood trauma. Oh, yeah. But, um, how does our ability or inability to set boundaries stem from our childhood? How we were raised? Um... A few things come to my mind, me personally. I think about um, your relationships with other family members. And I've seen this come up a lot where people talk about, oh, don't let your kids, kids should be respected because even though they're children, they're people. So if they don't want to hug or touch or kiss or whatever, somebody, especially another family member, it doesn't matter who, don't make them. And I'm like, you know what? That is fair. I'm sure I've had to do that in life. Has it bothered me and affected me in any way? Probably not. But I'm sure that that has been an issue for somebody. And, you know, because you're making a child cross their personal boundary lines. And adults tend to do that a lot. And, you know, and the way your family dynamic works also affects your boundary lines. So, like, for example, I am anti-kiss on the mouth. I think that is weird. That is to me because my family does not do that. But there are families who kiss on the mouth. And that is how they best communicate. For me, that's a little too much. That is a boundary for me. Just a bit that's, that's, just, that's not for me. I probably will continue to be this way. But for somebody else, that's not a boundary. That's regular life. That is waking up in the morning and minding your business, you know. So definitely family structure, how you're raised, who was involved in your life. Because somebody who's never had a male figure in their life may not be comfortable with male figures in their life ever. Or yeah, same situation for somebody else um, who... There are people who have always had male figures in their life and, you know, still are never comfortable with certain male figures. It, it's very complicated where we stem these boundaries and where we form them from. Um, I think that when you, depending on how your family um, structure and dynamic is, I think that you have uh, a set of expectations um, from other people. Yeah, and for sure. You, you know, you expect them to be able to understand you without you saying anything. Um, so when it comes to, like, my family and, and what I saw growing up, um, as, I, as I was growing, I was always like, yeah, no, I'm going to do the, you know, the exact opposite of what I saw in my family. Because, you know, was it really the best example? Probably not. Um, so I decided that I was going to be the complete opposite. I'm not going to do any of that. But is that any better? No. Because there are mistakes that I've made because I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. this, this I'm going to do it differently. And differently sometimes doesn't work either. So, you know, when it comes to how you view your family, if you're saying, like, these people aren't the people I want to be like, and you 
decide to be on the complete end of the spectrum, it can be a complete disaster as well. There needs to be a happy medium, right? There, there are things you can take away from your family, no matter how dysfunctional they may be. Sure. You know, and I feel that um, the person I am today is definitely built on um, what I've seen in my family, um, the things that I think work, the things that I, I think do not work. Um, for me personally, they might work for someone else in my family, but they don't work for me. And being able to understand that that's where it's coming from. Because what happens a lot of times is that people don't understand where their boundaries come from. Why don't I want this in my life? Why don't I want that? And it it comes from how you were raised. Like if people, like you said, if people in your family, they don't kiss, we don't do that either. I don't, yeah. what are you hugging me for? Like, yeah. why are you touching me? Yeah. So, you know, that might, I might be like, oh, I'm going to be the opposite. I'm going to, but then I'm still uncomfortable. I'm still uncomfortable about you touching me. And I'm like, maybe maybe being the opposite of what I've, I've seen in my life is not the best for me. Right. So I kind of, I, I guess I need to figure out my boundaries for me personally and not necessarily what I've seen um, from, you know, family, even from like my, my friends, right? So, you know, friends who like, yeah, no, I don't tolerate that. And you're like, well, damn, maybe I shouldn't tolerate it either. Right. But then that, it really doesn't bother you. You're just not tolerating it because someone else did it. Right. Boundaries are a personal journey. Um, because you may think, you you may say in your everyday, oh, um, like people hear stories about domestic violence all the time. They're like, oh, never. I would never do that. I would never let um, my partner treat me such a way. And then they end up in a situation where they're like, wow, I really let that happen. How did I let that happen? I don't know how I got here. And then that's how you end up almost trapped. And boundaries are not instantaneous. I, I think people, when they think of boundaries, they think of walls. I don't mm -hmm. think boundaries are walls. Yeah. I think they're more like fences. What kind of fence? That may be up to you. Um, it could be a nice white picket fence that is fairly short and can be hopped over easily. It could be a high um, wire fence, you know, with a little bit of barbed wire. And some electricity. Know. Right. Because you can still see through them and they're very clear sometimes. I feel like for most general people, you know, boundaries are clear whatever they may be, verbal or physical, you know, it's like, oh, that's a line. Okay. I see this fence. And depending on what kind of fence it is, it can be easily crossed or it's never meant to be crossed. So it depends. It's a yeah. fence. And it depends on the kind of fence it is. And that is the kind of boundary you set up. I like that analogy. Well, <laughs> um, so just to jump into some more questions, so, uh, based on all of that that you said, when is the best time to set boundaries? Or is there an actual time to just be like, all right, here are my boundaries, and I need you to follow these here? I think it depends on the relationship. Okay. Um, 
because, especially, um, I'm just saying romantic because I feel like those kinds of relationships are a little bit more complicated and you're getting to know somebody on a very different level. Mm -hmm. So, and those are boundaries that I feel like the most, most general people like, um, oh, I'm seeing somebody, when can I hold their hand? Okay, I can hold their hand now. When can I put my armor on them? Okay, I can do that now. When can I do this? Okay, we can do that now. And it's I feel like that's how dating goes. It's like, when can I? Is it time to? And you just do it. You don't ask. Some people ask. Depending, you ask. Like, right. oh, can I kiss you? Yeah. Or, oh, can I put my hand here? Sure. You know, those I feel like are kind of normal questions to ask. And then there's the kind where it just happens and you're just suddenly making out and it's just a natural yeah. thing. Because no, that yeah. is the natural um, wave of the relationship. Yeah. So, because I feel like that makes more sense. Because your family relationships aren't really going to happen in levels like that. They no. just do. Yeah. But I feel like relationships, romantic relationships... Uh, more so happen in waves, where it's just like you just kind of go a little further every time until you're just like there. Yeah, um, I I feel like, and I think we mentioned it before that um, boundaries change as you you get older, um, and you know with the amount of like amount of time you've been around this person, how you've had this person in your life. Um, so I think that any time in a relationship, you can set a boundary. You definitely have. You know, like, if something didn't make me uncomfortable a week ago, but it makes me uncomfortable today, then that's that's a conversation I'm going to have. And, like, I, that, I don't feel comfortable when, when you do that or when this happens. Um, so is there, like, a, a, you know, set in stone time? No, of course not. And your boundaries will change as you as you change. Yes, because every day is growth. Even though you feel like, oh, I've been the same person for five years, you're not. You change every day. You and that is based off of whatever. It could be the thing you ate yesterday, to the thing you watched on TV, to oh, that's a really cute dress. Like you know, it's it's very change doesn't happen overnight. Of course not. Change doesn't happen um, immediately. No. And when I say immediately, I mean like in front of your face. You won't notice your six-month change every day. But if you think, am I the same person I was last year? Probably not. Are you the same person you were five years ago? Absolutely not. For sure, you're definitely not. You may generally feel that you are, but I'm sure that you aren't. Your taste in things may have changed, regardless of how big or small it is. Maybe right. you like music, food, um, where you accept a date to. Right. Those things fluctuate, and that is personal growth. And no matter which direction it is, big or small, positive, negative, you change. 
people think growth is always positive. Sometimes it's not. Unfortunately, you know, it's not. Sometimes people grow into negative places. You know. So, and that's always good to acknowledge too. Like, oh, maybe I did change. I weigh more than I did five years ago, but that's okay. Something I acknowledge, and if I want to change it, at least I acknowledge that it's something I want to change. Absolutely. Or, you know, oh, some other kind of issue that is hopefully changeable, that is negative. The first step is to acknowledge it. Absolutely. So, you know, growth goes in both directions. Um, so, why do you think some people don't set boundaries? Um, I think it goes with, A, how they were raised. Some mm-hmm. people never had to set boundaries. Right. Um, and that is a product of how they were raised and their family dynamic. Some people just never had the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Um. I think for me, part of, not that I don't set boundaries, but I, because I, I don't think I'm uncomfortable doing so, um, but, you know, I think back in my life, why don't I like conflict? I've never had to do it, so I've never had to really fight my own battles because for whatever reason, I never asked, but people would do it for me. My mom would always fight my battles for me. Oh! So-and-so did what to you? Oh, no, no, no. No. And I'd be like, it's fine. And they would set boundaries for me. So I think people, you know, and I've thought about that. Like, oh, you know, and I've thought about that a lot in my life. And I'm like, not that, again, not that I've asked for it or hinted that I needed that. People felt that I needed that. So they came in and put those up, those boundaries up for me. Am I thankful for them? Yes. If I mean, I probably did need it, not knowing that I did. But at the same time, it didn't really help me in the long run. Yeah. Because now when I have to either set my own boundaries or... We have to be an adult. Be, right. I have to be an adult and talk to people. Actually, I can talk to people. But, you know, there are certain things that I'm just like, I don't know how to do that. And I have to figure that out. And it's really frustrating. Because it's like, I know I want to do it. And I know I can do it. But I don't know how to do it. Right. Because people never let me do it myself. And that is part of kind of growing up and finding your boundaries. And when you let other people do it for you, it becomes very, almost condescending and frustrating. Yeah. So, especially later on in life, because you're just like, wow, I really let that person do that. I mean, I'm not mad that they did it, because 90% of the, 99.9% of the time, it was coming from a place, a very good place. So, you know, I'm not mad at all, but at the same time, it's like, wow, great. Now I got to do this thing, and I don't know how. Right. Um... So along with the, um, you know, the family dynamic and uh, all that you just said, which I completely agree with, um, I feel that some people, although they might feel uncomfortable with a situation, 
say anything because um, they're scared of, of, of ruining, quotes around ruining, a relationship um, because they make the other person feel uncomfortable, right? Because maybe that other person is not used to um, people setting boundaries for them to follow and uh, you get scared and you don't want you don't want to be alone your whole life. So you allow, like some people allow so much to be done to them um, because of this, this fear of being alone and, and pushing people away who in the end, honestly, are no good for you anyway. You know, a person that will, that makes you feel bad um, because of something they've done, you know, Excuse my language. They ain't shit anyway. Accurate. Um, and uh, it may not seem like it at the time. If I'm not mistaken, that's called gaslighting. Um, when somebody tells you, like, if you have a problem and somebody makes it seem like it's your fault, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. When it's 100% not your fault, I'm pretty sure that's called gaslighting. Ooh, story. Which is definitely a form of mental abuse so story time story time yeah so i was talking to this guy we're not gonna say his name um and it was very short-lived maybe like four or five days wow um because like i said i am older and there are things that i just do not tolerate one thing being not having a job but whatever so um (laughs) this guy asked me for money what? He was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm looking for a job, whatever, and I need money to get around. Oh, yeah? Well, I got some bottles that you could go deposit. Well, look like and, and the thing was that every issue that he had, he blamed it on, on somebody else. Everything that went wrong in his life was somebody else's fault. Oh, because this person didn't do this, and, and this person didn't do that. And, you know, I guess people allowed him to cross boundaries his entire life and his, his life. And he thought he was going to come to in my life and do the same thing. Oh, no, honey. Oh, no, baby. Um, your hurt feelings are not going to outweigh, you know, my self-love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, like I said, that was very short-lived. He could not understand how, you know, what he was doing was wrong. He couldn't understand that he was full of excuses. He couldn't understand that, you know, and look, you know, I mean, I shouldn't even say couldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. You know, there was no effort, as you said. There was no effort on his part for anything in his life, and it's just like, oh, honey, no, I'm not the one for you, and. He, even that he couldn't understand. What do, you, like, what do you mean? So he was, you know, the whole, th- oh, I'm, can I come over to, you know, we can Netflix and chill. Oh, no, baby, I'm 26. Oh. I'm 26 oh, years old. And we're, yeah. and we're not, we're not going to do funny, that. Funny, funny. Like, we're not going to do that. And, and he was upset that I was just like, oh, no, that's not something I do. You know, especially when I'm just getting, you know, you're not about, you're not going to come to my house and watch my Netflix thing, which I pay for. Absolutely not. Understandable. You know, so. I and, completely understand. And he thought I was just this crazy person and I, and he couldn't understand why 
that wasn't going to be allowed. Because I don't want it to. Exactly. That is, it is, it was as simple as because I don't want to. Or even a maybe right, not right now, should have been acceptable. Like, maybe we can build to that. Because again, romantic relationships are things you build. Right. So this, this was a romantic relationship. So something like that, it's one of those, again, boundaries are complicated because they're like fences. Right. That for you right now is an electric fence. Right. But maybe later it could be a picket fence. Boundaries are complicated and they change. Right. So, and he should have been able to, in that moment, respect the electric fence. To this day, he still cannot accept or acknowledge the fact that he was wrong in that situation. But, um... That's neither here nor there. At all. That is that is now his issue with no longer mine. And, quite <laughs> frankly, I mean, I hope he's doing the best. Men life, are funny. But... Honestly. Uh, oh. Yeah, they are. Men are so funny. Absolutely. But that's not why we're here today. <laughs> right. I know I can be very affectionate and very touchy-feely. That is just how I am. I don't know why. It's not like my family's like that. I just got comfortable telling my mom I love her on a regular basis. I don't know, but I, I've, I've, you know, come to realize not everyone's like that. So I know that sometimes I have to back up. I have to realize, yo, or I have to realize okay, maybe even though you just met this person five minutes ago, maybe they're not a hugger. Maybe they're not a, uh, oh, let's take selfies really quick and be really cute or whatever mood I'm in that day. You know, I have to back up and be like, okay, I have to set my own boundaries for other people. So I would say that we're So I don't cross anyone else's. Right. So we're talking about how, like, you know, the flip side of us, setting our own boundaries but how do you respect other people's boundaries what do you you do to you know um be able to understand other people how other people feel about their own boundaries and and like taylor was saying is sometimes you need to you need to stop and you need to think and say i just met this person and they may not be comfortable with the other things that i do with my other friends um so i there are steps uh, like we've been talking about that you take to get to a certain place in a relationship. Um, so with, um, I think with new friendships, I think it could be, I think with meeting somebody, um, it could either, I think starts with formal to familiar mm -hmm. as well as, you know, your body language is very formal. I think for the most part, when I meet new people, I do a handshake, especially if there are, um, uh, a business, you know, thing. I, I especially do a handshake, but you know, because I feel like that's formal, but it's not disrespectful, right? Um, and some people will be like, "No, come in, I'm a hugger. I'm okay with that." Some people may not be like that. Some people, you know, are just like, "Oh, I." If you are not a hugger, and somebody's like, "Yeah, come in," and you just meet them, and be like, "Oh, um, I'm not that comfortable." And if they don't, in that moment, immediately maybe counter, like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, or, oh, okay, that's fine, I get it, then 
you know, that's already, it's not a red flag, but it's, it's a red flag. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's a pink flag. Mm. I, I don't know. That's, that's see, that, it's see, this red. is a perfect example of boundaries. For right. me, I don't really, if I, if somebody came to hug me and I was like, uh, 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 that's a pink flag for me. Cause I'm like, they may not do this with everything. But for you, it's a right. Because if you flag. if you're coming to give me a hug and I'm like, yeah, I'm not comfortable hugging you. I don't know you that well, and you still going for a hug. I'm gonna move. I'm no. Please don't touch me. As you should. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. I okay, so. I was at I was at the uh, the bar the other day and this like, I don't. Want, we can have a casual conversation. We're at a bar. We're socializing. But don't touch me. Right. Right. Put his hand on my knee. Oh, baby. No, <laughs> like that's not okay. Like, what made you think that that was acceptable? You know, and that goes back to what I was saying. Everybody's boundaries are different. Just because homegirl over there let you put your hand on her knee doesn't mean you can put your hand on mine. Right, and I think. That but he did take. He did. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." You know. Right. So and I was that's like, cool. That's where you build those boundaries, and you know, you develop where you want them to go or not. And I feel like, again, when you're first meeting somebody, sometimes it's easy to put them up and take them down. So if I'm meeting somebody and we do, you know, it's going well, we're casual friendship, nothing crazy. You know, we shake hands, we're we're laughing, we're teeing, and, you know, you know how you do the, the casual hit, like, oh, yeah, that, you know, the, the pat on the knee or the pat on the hand, that's a boundary test. Yeah. For sure, because then it looks... A, it lets you know how comfortable you are with that person. And B, it lets the other person know how comfortable you are with physical touch. Right. And 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 I'm glad you brought up the, the boundary test thing. In no way um, am I saying, like, you know. Oh, push your you, boundaries. Don't do that. Right. Oh, and, and, right. Not saying, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do as much as I can to see. No. That's not what we're saying. And on the flip side, um, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, to not try to, you know, test up. You need to be able to understand how, like, far you can, like, what will make the, not how far you can go. What will make the person uncomfortable and where do I need to stop? So that's what I mean. Where do I need to stop, right? So if this, if I do, you know, A and it's cool and then B and that's not cool, then we're at, we're only at A. Right. right, we're only that's we're, we're gonna backtrack to A. Right, we're that, that's where we are, and that's where we're gonna remain until B becomes comfortable for the both of us. So it's not about how far you can go, but where should you stop and give the the relationship time to grow? Bars that rhyme. <laughs> and you, side side note, you have to also accept that A was okay, and B was not okay. So you got to backtrack to A, but you may never get to B. Ever. You yeah. may never be okay. And, you know, that is not on the person's fault or your fault. That's just what it is. Right. Um, and, you know, if they don't ever want to get to B, depending on whatever B may be. And you might jump over B and go to C. B just made them uncomfortable and they don't want that. It is what it is. And you have to, as a person, respect that, okay... It's nothing against me, but this is a thing, and that is okay. It's not personal. It's not personal at all. Like my quote says, boundaries are for the respect of myself 
and it is no way to offend anyone. You know, I'm not targeting a specific person saying, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do this with you because of who you are. It's, I don't feel comfortable doing this because of who I am. So, you know, it may not be you. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. It, it, it may not be, well, yeah, you, you, the person approaching the boundary. It may not be you. It's the person. It's not, and that is not a fault of their own. You know, that's just where they, as a person, for whatever reason, it may be decided, this is where this fence is going to be. And for now, this is where I want it to stay. Absolutely. Yeah. And you just have to accept that. Because if somebody came to you with your and A was okay, and B is, because everyone knows they're, oh no, I don't like that. If one person's I don't like that is somebody else's yes, you can't be mad at that. Absolutely not. Because your I don't do that is 100% somebody else's yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why we talk about boundaries are different and it's not about you. It's about them. Right. Um, okay, so uh, like we do, I'm going to end off with a quote for um, you guys to kind of think about. Um, so it goes, Yes, love is all about sacrifice and compromise, but it's important also to establish a limit. You shouldn't have to throw your life away to make a relationship work. If you have to lose yourself to please your partner, you're with the wrong person.